This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on Thursday, February the 24th. We will be talking about the situation in Ukraine in a bit, but first today, people living on a brand new estate in Ashford say they're regretting moving there after a number of homes were damaged in last week's storm. Almost 6,000 properties are being built at Chilmington Green. Now, the winds from Storm Eunice saw cladding and tiles blown off homes that are less than two years old. Well, Glenn lives there and has been speaking to Jadzia from our colleagues at KMTV. Basically, with the, the roof, as you can see walking down the street, literally the whole road is missing significant amounts of tiles and big portions of their roof. There's big holes in people's roofs. Um, this isn't something that's just happened from the storm. Um, this started happening last year. Uh, last year, uh, considering I've been in the house a short time, uh, last year tiles flew off my house three or four times just in high winds. It's a very exposed area outside uh, and very windy. There was tiles obviously all smashed down the street um, and um, Barrett's have basically said, look, it's an act of God. Um, it's a storm, it's a storm damage, um, and it's abs- there's, there's nothing we can do, we have, to, we have to claim on our insurance. What are you going to do? Um, well, we feel really like high and dry by Barrett's. Um, they've left this, the whole of the estate in a real dangerous position. Um, Barrett's are actually still in control of all the streets outside, it's still technically a building site. Uh, there's debris, as you can see when I take you outside later, there's debris all in the street. Um, there's tiles still hanging off of people's roofs, as you can see. Just a little bit of wind and a whole tile's going to come down. It could potentially um, hit someone on the head and kill them. So, Glenn, clearly not happy. Well, in a statement, a spokeswoman for Barrett Kent said, a small number of properties at our Chilmington Green development were affected by the recent storms as roofs damaged by extreme weather and not covered under the new build home buyer warranty. We advise anyone who's been affected to contact their home insurance company directly to arrange repairs. Hodson Developments, meantime, has promised to repair the damaged cladding. We can see pictures and video by heading to the story at Kent Online. Kent Online News. A man in his 20s has been taken to a hospital with serious injuries after being hit by a van in Dartford. He was walking along Bunham Road with a young child when the vehicle mounted the pavement on Tuesday evening, throwing him into the air. A 38-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of dangerous driving, failing to stop and drink or drug driving. He's since been released while investigations continue. A woman in her 70s has died in hospital more than a month after a crash in Medway. Two cars collided on the A228 in Cuxton on January the 18th. A Volkswagen Tiguan was travelling south in the direction of Hauling when it collided with a grey Honda Jazz at the junction with Station Road. Police are keen to hear from anyone who saw what happened. Now, the Prime Minister has addressed the nation today following the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. President Putin of Russia has unleashed war in our European continent. He's attacked a friendly country without any provocation and without any credible excuse. 
Boris Johnson warned Moscow is facing a massive package of economic sanctions which will hobble the Russian economy. The Ukrainian army says the Kremlin has launched 30 missile attacks on military and civilian targets and they claim at least 40 people have died. There's also reaction to the invasion from Kent's MPs today. Craig McKinley represents North Thanet. Putin has effectively been running gas prices now for some time. We are financing his war machine. Just think. If we hadn't been buying his gas, would he be able to be uh, amassing the troops and weaponry and now incursions into Ukraine? I think the answer to that is no. What we're seeing here, in my view, is two decades of uh, energy failure across Europe in general. And I've been calling for some time for energy security to now be the new watchword, particularly for the UK. And if that means... Uh, replacing uh, imported gas, which actually has a much higher CO2 footprint than domestically supplied gas. If that means fracking and whatever small inconveniences that might uh, result, that's got to be infinitely preferable than financing new surface-to-air missiles in Putin's arsenal. It's as simple as that. Fellow Thanet MP Sir Roger Gale has told Kent Online the situation is extremely dangerous. We should have done a lot more a lot sooner. The measures that were launched this week by the Prime Minister, in effect sanctioning three Russian residents and five businesses, was woefully inadequate and probably sent out all the wrong signals. Sittingbourne and Sheppey MP Gordon Henderson, meantime, has told us there is no justification for this illegal act by President Putin and he must be held to account for every death and injury that he his forces inflict on the innocent Ukrainian population. Well, you can read this story, including the full statement from the Prime Minister today at Kent Online. The Kent Online podcast with Ballin Maidstone. A funeral's been held for a Kent paramedic who died in an ambulance crash. 21-year-old Alice Clark was a passenger in the vehicle which collided with a cement lorry on the A21 near Sevenoaks last month. Dozens of her emergency service colleagues lined the route of the procession near Sittingbourne earlier this morning. We've got an update now on a story we first brought you on Monday, and that's about changes to school transport for thousands of children in Kent with disabilities and special educational needs. You may remember we heard from a Swanscombe mum who was worried about how her son, who has autism, would cope. The changes have been introduced following a shake-up of the system by the county council, and in total it's affected 5,000 youngsters. Well, for some, it means they're now picked up by different drivers, and many haven't been able to cope with the changes. Emma Ben-Moussa says she's even been forced to trick her son into the taxi. She's been updating Jamie on how it's been for her this week. I couldn't get him in the taxi. Uh, He drops like a bag of stones, and he's difficult to move. He's very heavy. Um, I had to pretend that I was getting in the taxi to get him in. Um, And then I felt really bad when I was getting out as if I'd tricked him just to get him in the taxi. And then obviously he got, as he was pulling away, he was getting very upset. And do you think that, you know, this is something that could have been completely prevented then these outbursts, you know, had, had he have returned to school and had his normal taxi driver? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I have no doubt if it had been his original taxi driver and passenger escort that he's had for two years, he would have been smiling and jumping in that, that, Bust. He absolutely loves them. Do you think that this, you know, new arrangement is something that Sammy will be able to adjust to, or do you think it's still, you know, going to be quite a long and difficult path going forward? So, Sammy is stubborn like his mother, <laughs> and he won't. 
he will want his original team every day he's reminded of them every day he sees them at his school these kids don't adjust they just they like what they like they're in their routine my son is quite violent mainly to himself um but I got injured last night I've got two bites on my hand I've got scratches and pinch marks and bruises all over my arms um and I took a video and I sent it to one of my colleagues she's a county councillor over in um Kent and I said to her please show this to the cabinet member show him exactly what happens the consequences of what they've done is not only our children are at risk, but the parents at home are getting the consequences too. Well, the county council say they're deeply sorry for the anxiety and worry caused by the delay in notifying parents of new transport arrangements for children and young people with special educational needs and disabilities. They have announced that an inquiry will be taking place. Four men have been arrested after a woman was assaulted at a hotel in Tunbridge. It reportedly happened at the Premier Inn during the early hours of last Thursday. Detectives want to speak to a female witness who was with the woman as she left a pub on Wednesday night. The transport company that was stripped of the Southeastern Rail franchise in Kent is expected to hand over more than £50 million to the government. The go-ahead group lost the contract last year after failing to declare taxpayer funding. They've admitted serious errors in the way they ran the operation. A group of travellers are trying to overturn a decision to dismantle part of their site near Canterbury. Moat Farm in Fordwich illegally tripled in size when 37 motorhomes Homes were added without planning permission. Their retrospective application has now been refused and an inquiry is expected to be held by the planning inspectorate. Kent Online reports. All COVID restrictions in England have been scrapped today. It means you no longer have to isolate, even if you test positive for COVID-19. You won't also get a text if you've come into contact with someone who has the virus either. Well, the changes have come into effect just a month short of the two-year anniversary of the first national lockdown. David Maguire is from the Medway-based charity Diagrama, which works with people who are especially vulnerable. He's been speaking about it on the lowdown on our Facebook Live. We have still people shielding and people that uh, we need to uh, look after them very very carefully and from that one day to other everything is going to disappear or the uh, safety that are around them is not going to be there anymore we don't know how their bodies i mean of those uh, people with learning disabilities like i mean down syndrome they were in the high risk and, and so on they are going to be or how the virus is going to attack them. We are going to carry on wearing masks. We are going to carry on doing our LFT um, test because we cannot stop what we are doing. I mean, we need to do it very carefully. Meantime, a Nightingale search hub at the William Harvey Hospital in Ashford is going to be taken down. It cost £3.7 million to build and was on standby to take on extra COVID patients when the wave of the Omicron variant happened. But it wasn't needed in the end and is now going to be dismantled. And stats show coronavirus infection rates are continuing to drop in Kent. About 8,500 people tested positive in the week to last Friday. That's down 31% on the previous seven days. 
30 COVID deaths were recorded in the county in the latest set of weekly figures, though. Wild animals have been taken away from a rescue centre on Sheppey following a visit by police and the RSPCA. A seal, two swans and pigeons are thought to have been confiscated from a private home in Sheerness, which is the headquarters of Swampy's Wildlife Rescue. There are allegations the animals were being kept in terrible conditions, but the man who runs it claims to have been the victim of a hate crime. Meantime, a £1,000 reward for information has been offered after a seriously ill dog found dumped had to be put to sleep. Animal welfare investigators think it may have been abandoned in Isted Rise near Gravesend by puppy farmers. They're now keen to track down any doorbell footage or CCTV from the Broadshire Road area from January the 10th. And finally today, Tunbridge Wells is going to host the 2024 Subutio World Cup. The tabletop game was invented in nearby Langton Green way back in 1946. Around 32 countries are expected to be represented at the international event, which will take place over four days. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can also get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site. To do it, you need to subscribe. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And whilst you're on the site today, you can read our latest Eat My Words review. We've been out to visit a new Turkish restaurant in Maidstone. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.